Welcome to the Never Stop Getting Better podcast powered by Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps are a one-size-fits-all helmet cover that help reduce impact for your players during practice. Coach Perry is a huge proponent of Guardian Caps after using them at Pearl High School, and it was one of the first football items he purchased when taking the job at Nixon. Caps are mandated by the NFL for O-line, D-line, linebackers, tight ends, and running backs, and utilized by over 270 colleges, over 3,000 high schools, and over 600 youth programs across the country. As helmets become more and more expensive, the Guardian Caps also do a great job of protecting your helmet investment. See the link in our show notes for more information on Guardian Caps. In each episode, John takes you on a journey of growth, learning, and endless improvement. Whether you're an athlete, coach, or someone simply just striving to get better, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, John Pierce. All right, welcome back to the early week edition of Never Stop Getting Better, where today is going to be all things fast. Yes, the 72-hour fast that we're in a little inner circle of folks is is me and Chris Yeager from uh, Mountain Brook, um, Phil Wickwar from Nixa, and Chance Potts from Nixa. We have this little text thread that we send stuff in, and I think it was me, I think it was me that sent the uh, Dana White video of his fast, you know, his abs, you know, before and after. And um, so somebody in the text group, and I honestly believe it was, you asked for more information, Chris. Phil said, it sounds like something good for the group to do. So then I thought, you know, like, mm, I kind of hope the group don't do it, right? Because 72 hours, I don't know that I've ever been 18 hours without eating, much less 72. So Anyway, uh, I think Chance did it first, and then I think uh, Chance did it during Thanksgiving holidays, and then Phil did it over a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. And then um, me and Chris have kind of started it at the same time, although we're going to end at different times. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, the purpose, like my purpose for doing it, pretty simple, was just to see if I could do it. You know, and you're sitting there with a group of people that are talking about doing it. And I did not want to be the weak link in the group. Like, no way are they going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Right. So um, I want to start with, you know, uh, Coach Yeager from Mountain Brook. Coach Yeager is um, I call him the greatest high school football coach in America. We've talked on the podcast already before, but he's also found himself uh, pretty knee deep into nutrition and health and stuff like that so you know my first question is this why a 72 or a 96 hour fast why why did you want to do it and I know you've done it before you know what's the benefits of doing it you know why do you like to do it and how like what's the you know what's the process if there's somebody listening that you know wants to do the fast wants to you know do this for themselves why why should they do it and how should they do it well, it's like we said, John, I, I had done have done one. I, I usually do it one time a year, sometimes twice a year. And uh, I was planning mine for the middle of December. But when you said you were going, I said, if you're going to jump, I'm going to jump. And so <laughs> that's why I did it now. I was going to do it. But uh, there's two reasons I, I do it. Um, one is for I, I, there's a thing called autophagy. So as you age, you know, you have cellular damage through and uh through toxins and through uh it's just debris that builds up and so if we're if we 
eat, it's they say that the, you have cellular debris that constantly builds up. So if a person's never fasted, it's probably like internally like being a hoarder. Mm. And so what happens is when you fast, basically your 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 uh, system starts digesting the cells, which that is autophagy. Well, when it digests the cells, it regenerates them and creates new cells. And that's why a lot of times when you come out of a fast, which I'm feeling it right now, I'm still in my fast. And I'm feeling it right now is you feel a burst of energy because what happens is those, when you start regenerating those cells inside your cell, you have a thing that's called a mitochondria. It's like the engine of the cell and it takes in nutrients and it, what it does, the it, it takes the nutrients and it processes them and it creates adenosine uh, triphosphate, which is ATP. It's what your body uses for energy. So what you're doing is you're doing maintenance house cleaning, or maybe like think about uh, you're doing maintenance on an engine. And so it just makes it more efficient it create the it it creates basically it gives you more horsepower too and so you know i usually um have caffeine but every time i come out of a uh i like i'll have coffee and, and whatnot but anyway i come out of a fast and i don't i don't want uh anything with energy drink anymore because i i feel like i'm energized the other thing too is you get into a thing called ketosis and you get uh, ketone strips to see where you are in your ketosis but what happens is the 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 I guess the favorable or the the primary source of, of energy for us is, uh, to use is, is carbs. Well, when you get in ketosis, when fasting, it, it transitions over to using fats. And so you know that you're most time you're in autophagy when you get in the higher levels of ketosis. So anyway, you start burning fat as a is a source of energy when you get in ketosis. And those two things happen. Usually autophagy occurs 24 to 48 hours into uh, fasting and then ketosis. It depends on how far you go into it. Hey, let me ask you this, Chris, because right now you're probably around 72 hours into it and you're going to go at least another 24 hours. Describe the days, describe day one, you know, like it was just water. It was with some electrolytes day two, day three, you know, like adding the broth or not adding it. And what did you feel like on the different days? Okay, usually I've just done a water fast. I've gone to usually a 72-hour water fast, but this mm -hmm. time, because of the, the 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 video clip that you'd sent me, I did water and electrolytes the first 24 hours. And then after that, you can start adding, you know, twice a day uh, bone broth, chicken bone broth, beef bone broth. I read an article before I started. It says you can have up to two quarts a day of bone broth. Now, yeah. the kind that you want uh, – there's one called kettle fire yep. and that's a, that's a real good source. There's one, I think it's 45 calories. That's the one I would recommend. Um, but anyway, that was a game changer for me, John, because I'd always done the, just straight water. I went through the, you know, the, the weakness and then I went through yep. um, the headaches and it was longer. The, the effects of fasting in this fast uh, has, it hasn't been anywhere near as severe as what I've experienced in the past. This has been, very, very doable for me. And, uh, you know, a little bit of discomfort kind of thing, but, uh, you know, that's what I, I've experienced. The other thing too, John, is I noticed just my thought process. I got to noticing, I don't know about you, but I got to noticing how often I thought about food. Like no in the morning when I go to work, I pack my lunch, but so my day is sort of planned around food and that's a habit. You know, it was a thought process. It was a script that I would automatically run during the day. But the one thing I started doing was this, I started saying, okay, what are my emotions that are surrounding these thoughts? 
and I started getting this anxiety. And it's like you and I had talked about it was it, was it a, a, a spirit of abundance or was it a spirit of uh, uh, what's it, what was the opposite? Scarcity. We said, scarcity. Yeah, scarcity. So I was experiencing scarcity. It was creating that anxiety. So yeah. I was more aware of what I was going through psychologically. And that's what I want to come out of this with. I want, when I come out of this, I want to be able to control my thoughts and put food in the proper place and live, uh, or excuse me, eat to live rather than, than to uh, live to eat. Amen. You know, and that, that is, uh, you know, like going into it, I really didn't know anything about it because I'm not a faster. Like I'm not, I don't know that I've ever been 18 hours without food. So, you know, I didn't know much. I was counting on you and, and feel and chance and, you know, what I wanted to do was see, could I do it? You know, like, mm. could I discipline myself to do it? And what I found out was this, you know, like the, I, I thought the first day was really hard, you know, because it's different for me, like morning and lunch, not a problem. Supper time, man, like I, I could have eaten through the wall, you know, like I was, you know, like that first day was rough. The second day, I really didn't have an issue. Like I enjoyed the broth. Like I thought it was good. I mean, um, I felt like I could feel it help me, you know, like give me a little burst of, of energy or something. And, you know, honestly, today, you know, being day three was totally fine. Now, when seven o'clock hit um, and that was the end of my 72 hours, I had a pretty good feast of uh, Chinese food. I ain't gonna lie. Like I I want to I want to be in control of my thoughts. But I was also thinking about. Man, at seven o'clock, I'm fixing to throw. I'm fixing to eat something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I've never been that long in my life, and I am proud I did it. But I'm a, what I was gonna say was this: I figured out on day two how much of the things that I was doing was driven by the thought of food. From the standpoint of, you know, I had a couple of exit interviews with coaches yesterday, and after the last one, I thought, man. I'm going to go home, give me something to eat. Cause I hadn't eaten lunch. I hadn't eaten breakfast. I mean, I'm out of here, Jack. And it dawned on me that when I got home, I couldn't eat, you know, like I wasn't, I, so I'm like, well, tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sit here and take some notes over some of these coaches exit interviews. And I'm gonna, you know, do some other stuff. I went outside and got a walk in. Like I just did not rush. And then when I got home, I messed around outside, you know, I messed around doing some things because obviously I was procrastinating going inside because inside, is where the food is. And, you know, we do have several people that live in our house and there is a lot of food. So I, I felt like I was a ton more productive, which is crazy, you know, that, you know, so the opposite of that is because I eat or because I think about food so much, I'm less productive than when I, you know, wasn't eating. So, you know, that leads me to this, how often, and I don't know, like health wise, you know, you said you'll do it once or twice a year, how often should, you know, how often should someone do it? Or, you know, like, is it healthy to do it, you know, once a month, once six months, once a year? Like, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, my thought on it is, you know, and I know there's a lot of coaches that listen to your podcast. So I'll, I'll address from a coach's point of view. One of the things that, that makes that I reason I do it in December every year is, you know, our football season's over with. Well, that's where I develop my bad habits. Like, yeah. I'm so – my mind is so focused on the football team and the football players and the football coaches and the program and the school and everything. My mind automatically goes to that, and food is just on automatic pilot. And so 
I'm mindlessly eating, and it's just yeah. like I was pick. You know, I'll pick up things, and I go, "Wait a minute, I don't want to eat this." You know, and so I'm not being intentional. I'm not being mindful, and so what can happen is that can lead to me to a to a eating spiral. In other words, you develop those bad habits, and then all of a sudden, it's it's the same way you get good habits. You start stacking bad habits on bad habits, yep. and so to me, it's a shock to the system. To say, all right, now hang on just a second. You know, let's get this thing back where it needs to be. Sure. And so that's one time that I do it. And then the next time I do it is I, I do it going into the summer. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. I don't do it every year, twice a year, but but I have before. You know, sure. I always do it in December. And, and just depending on where I'm at, if I feel like I'm in a in a great place in my eating habits and stuff, I'll skip the, the summer sure. fast. But I'm after this one, this fast, I highly recommend this fast. I'm so glad you guys shared this because – this is the easiest. I'll I'll do this one again. I'll do this before the summer, just because I, I think it promotes, uh, you know, it, it promotes cellular health. Which to me, our cellular health determines the rate that we age or don't age. No doubt. Let me ask you this: Do you, you know? Does it matter to you? You know, if you have somebody to do it with, or you don't have somebody to do it with. It was much easier to me uh to do it with you guys it was it was so much i i learned something else from you too john you said this the other day you said tell people you're going to do it and so i started telling people hey i'm in the middle of a fast you know and and so everybody got intrigued and so that sort of holds me accountable when you make that same i had never done that before i'd always kept it quiet to myself but doing that was a positive thing i'm gonna tell you what chris i know me you know like i know me and i know going three days without food ain't me so I had to tell people because if I didn't, you know, I, I'm I'm a prideful dude. So, you know, when I say I am, I am, you know, like our words about all we got, you know. So if hey, I I'll tell you one other thing too. Problem. One other thing too that was funny is like when I saw picked up my phone the other day, I saw you said I do it not at eight o'clock. I did, I went, oh no, because of this. I've heard you tell your story before and you include me in your story. And I sort of feel like I'm your sponsor. So I feel like yes. if you wake up in the night and you have these like cinnamon roll cravings that you should be able to call me, you know? So anyway, yes. but I, when you said that, I said, if John's jumping, I'm jumping. Yeah. And, and, and he did, which is fantastic. And I, you know, I do have a, you know, some people have a, a sponsor with AA. I have a sponsor with FF, you know, like <laughs> fast food or whatever you want to call it. You know, like, Chris is my sponsor. Okay, now let me do this. Let's go to Phil Wickwar, who is Phil retired as a football coach with us here at Nixa, was our defensive coordinator, and now he's turned into a, a famous uh, public speaker. Okay, but Phil and Phil has a large background in you know weightlifting. You know, even back in the day, bodybuilding, and you know, has done a lot of things probably similar to this. And this is my question, Phil. You know, the same thing. Like, why why do it? What did you experience through it, you know, and, and are you glad you did it? Okay. Uh, why did it? I, I looked it up. November 16th was when you posted Dana White's uh, video, and it hit me. Uh, and, and you guys have hit a lot of the things, but uh, as season sometimes gets us into bad uh, habits, the holidays get me into bad habits. Sure. And a lot of times if I connect – because I come from a family, we didn't drink, we didn't do a lot of things, but man, we use food to celebrate everything. Mm. We almost to the point we worship it. Yep. And so I knew 
in that month, if I came from Thanksgiving and I went to Christmas, I would start January in not a very good place uh, going behind. Uh, so when you posted that November 16th, I must put a disclaimer out there. I did it for 72 hours and my abs do not look like Dana White's. Okay? <laughs> so I, I just want people to know that. Uh, how was it? Uh, really awesome that you've asked us because I think everybody's journey is unique. You know, sure. and Chris is in such a different uh, uh, season of his life on on I've seen his before and after. It's very encouraging. Uh, and I've had some medical problems and I would I was trending that way. I had some medical problems. and I don't know, medication, whatever. But I've struggled for six, seven, eight months. And I was looking for something to put my foot down in the sand and say, I've got to get back on track. Sure. Uh, the group meant everything to me. Sorry, John. That's why I pulled you in. I, I was not going to be the weak link. And so yeah. I knew I needed the group. That's why I threw it out there. Uh, the hunger. Uh, when me and my wife were dating and, and I was really, really brought up to be very patient and nice to my spouse. But when we were dating, I was so bad. She used to carry snacks in her purse if we went somewhere. Because I would get hangry. I, I would get, I don't know, the scarcity thing. Sure. I, anxiety. You nailed it, Chris. I would, I, and it would come out. I couldn't control it. And so when I told her I was going to do this, bless her heart, she was nervous. She said, please don't do that. And I said, no, I'm going to do that. But prepping your mind. And so here's what I got out of it. Here were my takes. Uh, I don't have to give in to the hunger feeling. It goes away. It goes away. 15 minutes. I don't know why I got panicky, but I don't have to. I can eat for purpose. Second thing, you know, hunger was temporary. My fatigue was permanent. One thing I realized is I was pretty addicted to caffeine as much as food. And I looked online to see what Dana White's guidelines. I had not done it before. Uh, and so I cut out my coffee. And... Uh, Chance talked to me about 60 hours in. I was watching Kansas City play football, and uh, he said, I drink coffee. Man, that was a difference maker for me. <laughs> I had two big cups, and I felt like I could have went and ran a mile or so, you know. But it was the energy, which, which analytically showed me that I need to eat food for energy. And I know that's one thing Chris has talked about a lot and researched a lot is what I put in my mouth needs to have purpose and give me energy. And and I can't always, I'm very driven by pleasure, okay, emotionally. And so that that's what it showed me. Uh, and so th that was worth it to me, is that that I if, if my triggers. I went to the gas station, <laughs> I didn't go in and get a snack. I went to, you know, uh, we live outside of a bigger city. You drive into the city on an errand, and there's a lot more fast foods. I didn't. So triggers, uh, I'm excited, uh, and and I have felt different. I haven't eaten real quick, but I felt different uh, in the amount of food I've eaten going forward, and I think I will definitely, I, I would, I would uh, encourage anybody, because I think you learn a lot about yourself. You know, our, yeah. our society is really driven by food, and until sure. you do something, this. and it's not bad it's very doable well and i think that the two of y'all 
you know, hit on both sides of the, of the coin in that, you know, number one, like there's a lot of science out there that says it's healthy as Dr. Yeager coached us up, which still amazes me that, you know, he's as good a football coach as he is. And, and he's also as good of a molecular scientist as he is because half of that stuff you're talking about, like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I understand it's healthy. Okay. And then the flip side of that is the discipline to do it. Like, can you do it? You know, like, can you discipline yourself? Because, you know, I mean, I don't think you're going to die. Now, let me say this. I grew up in such a family that eating was everything. So, you know, I have a post on Facebook today and it says somebody had a leg cramp. Uh, the second night, I didn't sleep very good. Like I didn't sleep. I, uh, was that the first night? I didn't sleep worth a crap. You know, and I, I don't know what it was. Had a cramp in the middle of the night. Like that first day was tough for me. Very tough, probably mentally and physically. But, you know, so I said I had a leg cramp. So then my, both my parents called tonight. They're both in the medical profession. They're like, hey, man, you, you be careful. Like you're going to hurt yourself. You know, like if you run low on potassium, you could die. And I'm like, well, I'm only two hours to completion. I think I'm going to make it this time. You know what I'm saying? Like they were overly <laughs> concerned about the potassium level, which, you know, I don't know, but, you know, can you do it? Can you discipline yourself? Because the mindset, the things that I learned, you know, in my own mind is worth doing it to me, you know, and I'll do it again. Like I'll, you know, now let me ask you this, Chris, because, you know, if somebody's listening, we did, you know, like originally it was going to be a 72 hour deal and you can Google uh, Dana White, uh, 72 hour fast. The first day we did water and added some electrolytes, you know, which he showed you the electrolytes that he used. And then, you know, day two and three, we could add bone broth, which I thought was pretty good, honestly. And my granddaughter loved it, man. We come in today. Today, I didn't, I did bone broth day two. Okay. I did not do any today. Like today I was, I was nearing the finish line. So I didn't do anything today, but water, because I knew seven o'clock was coming and I can do anything till seven o'clock. Right. Um, but today when we get into the house, George is like, soup, soup, soup. She wanted some more soup. So I'm like, oh, I didn't have no more. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go buy some of that anyway. Like, I think I'll, I think I'll drink that. Honestly, I thought it was good, you know, and I don't know if it was because I was 24 hours with nothing that I honest to God felt like I could feel it, like giving me a little bit of energy. And that first day, as bad as I felt that first day. The second day and today, man, I felt I felt good. Like I don't have, you know, I wasn't hungry. I wasn't over, you know, like I was hungry because of the habit. You know, I was not hungry because of what I felt like, you know. And I I thought for about about oh, it's about two seconds. I thought, man, I might go ninety six hours too with Chris. And I thought, nah, I'm gonna do that next time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) For my first one, man, like I'm patting myself on the back for seventy two hours because. But I do think, you know. Needless to say, the the health part and then the mindset part is fantastic. This was my question because I did do coffee in the morning. I've done coffee in the morning every day of my life, probably since I was 22, 23 years old. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, and, and you know, from everything you read, coffee's not bad for you. But if people were doing this on a fast, you know, it's coffee bad good does it matter like where where would you where would you fall on that throw you caps are lightweight one size fits all football helmet covers for practice they reduce 20 to 33 percent of the impact depending on the speed and the location 
Great for the repetitive subconcussive blows that add up throughout the week. Also great for body blows. Used by Clemson, Penn State, Washington, Oklahoma, 150 other colleges, and about 2,000 high schools across the country. Also protect that helmet. If your helmets are getting beat up at the end of the year, Guardian Caps can help protect that helmet investment. Well, I started off with a coffee because one, it was allowed, and two, it was, it was a habit that I'd had. But um, when I had, I think you and I basically were going through some of the same stuff. Mine was day two. I had a hard time sleeping. I had a headache. Uh, didn't sleep good at all. And uh, I kept thinking, was this a caffeine headache? And then when the headache went away, I I just wanted to see if it was a caffeine headache. And so I said, I'm not going to. Uh, drink any caffeine and I was fine you know and before I would get a caffeine headache before I didn't get I didn't get a caffeine headache so I thought maybe now would be a good time for me to because I you know I do that's the one thing I guess that everybody says you know that uh, you can drink coffee but I may overdo it you know and so anyway it's a good time for me to dial back Uh, I will tell you this is something incredible if you have any ladies listening to your podcast is this I ran into a lady and she said, you know, when you, and we were talking about this and she said, I've done those. And she said, you know, when you go into autophagy, she said, you know, like the older you get, like we get this sagging skin. Well, us, we guys don't get that as much, but they said autophagy, the fasting thing will help get rid of the sagging skin, you know, as well as, you know, some other health benefits, you know, they're using this now for people with Alzheimer's yep. patients and stuff. And they're talking oh, yeah. about it can help prevent, you know, and um, many, 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 uh, diseases because you know what you're doing is you're just regenerating yourself at the cellular level and that was what i visualized i visualized my cells getting the old bad cells recycling and cranking out great energetic brand new pristine cells like an engine in a car and that helped me get through it yeah you know what and chris i'm gonna have to thank you for um giving me the the thought of i i i'm a i'm a hoarder with my food you know because i've been eating and I hadn't been doing none of this. So I've been hoarding all this debris inside of me for a long time. I need to figure out how to get rid of it. Now I will say this too. And Phil, Phil talked on this at the end of 72 hours, you know, I had to go to the restroom. And when I was coming out of the restroom, I took my sweatshirt off and I expected to see my abs like Dana White did. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't see them. So I'm a little disappointed. I'm going to see if I can get in touch with Dana White and get my money back. Cause I, did, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to do it a little longer to see the abs. You know what I'm saying? Well, hey, look, I appreciate you all being on here. I appreciate you sharing because I've had a bunch of questions about it because, you know, people were interested. And, in, you know, I think just from this, from us three talking about it, I think um, I think they'll see what the benefit is. And I think they'll know, you know, how to do it and, and whatever. Um, you know, if somebody has a question, you know, do you care if they reach out to either one of you about something to do with a fast or health or anything like that? Not at all. Not at all. Hey, and John, I'll tell you this. You you look like Dana White on the inside. Cellularly, you're like Dana White. When you look in the mirror, I want you to see Dana White. Hey, you know what? I'm all about affirmations and you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start seeing that because right now. Me and Dana White might be the same on the inside, right? Yes, sir. My mitochondria has replaced itself. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know what that Chinese food did for me, but um, (laughs) other than that, man, it has been good. It's been a good experience. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all, you know, being 
part of the group and adding value to people, man. Y'all are two uh, champions in this world, and I'm grateful to call you friends. So um, until next time, thank you for being a part of the Never Stop Getting Better podcast. Adios, amigos.